superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Let me see you put your hands up now. 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 With guest host, Ryan Leaf. Been listening to you guys since day one. You guys are phenomenal. Attaboy. Um, just keep getting better like fine wine. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Earlier on the show. Actor and comedian, Joel McHale. Super Bowl champion tackle, Mitchell Schwartz. Bills radio announcer, Eric Wood. Still to come. Titans reporter, Kayla Anderson. And now, sitting in for Rich, it's Ryan Leaf. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Hour three. Two hours already went by. Rich Eisen show. It just seems always like it flies by when people talk about, how can you sit and talk about sports for three consecutive hours and host a show like this? I said, it's, it's rather... It's rather easy, people. I mean, it is. I don't want to take anything away from what Rich does every single day. But it is. It's a lot of fun. And there's a big reason why he does it every single day. I think that's the word. It's fun. Not necessarily easy. easy, But it's a lot of fun. I shouldn't say that. The fun makes it it feel easy. Yes. Like, like I stayed up until, I was up until like midnight, 1230 last night, you know, prepping and and getting ready for the show and all the, you know, everything like that. I do a daily radio show on Sirius XM, too, so I understand that. Um... But it's just so much fun. Yeah, I mean, there'll be times we'll go probably three times a week. Yeah, twelve o'clock will come and we'll look at each other like, "Wow, that that's it! Like, yep. let's yeah. go another hour. Let's go another two. It's that much fun." That's what these guys who are playing in the divisional round of the playoffs feel like right now. They don't want this to end. No. They don't want this ride to end. And there's not a team out there right now that I don't think feels in their heart that they can win that football game on Saturday and Sunday. Might be my favorite weekend of football. This is the divisional round weekend. I think Super Wild Card is something kind of special. But, but it was not super. super. Right? It was not super. It was brutal. It was brutal. brutal. The best game may have been the Bengals-Raiders game yeah, to open it all up. That you 100%. And it just all went downhill after that. And that was a you know dumpster fire in terms of officiating. I mean, the Dallas game was fun to Frantic. watch at the end. But it was bad football. But it was bad football. That's exactly it. Yet 40 million people watched it, everybody. Please. Cowboys. Of course they America's did. America's team. Of course they, they did. They love to hate. Because you either want to watch us to see us win or the majority want to watch to see us lose. All right. So let's take a little break here, guys. I, let's take a little break from, I mean, it's still football related, but I want to get into this with TJ. And you guys can comment easily about this. TJ, you, you have a tier system. Tier system, baby. Yeah. Let's go. In tier, you have a tier system in terms of who can, who can really talk talk football with you around the no, Cowboys well, and everything like that. Let, just let me, let me tell you it for us. It's, it's the amount of people who like last, last year, my first year on the show, I tried to take away that Dallas Cowboys fan stink. I tried to be cool with everyone. And, um, no matter what I said, I'd get crapped on. So this season I was like, well, if you're just going to crap on me anyway, then I'm going to now be that guy that you, you know, with the grease board and all this. So, 
then it got to the point where people would talk trash, but I realized there were so many of them. I had to like, had to put them in order. So the order came with like, who are you? What team do you root for? And that would determine if I was going to waste time arguing with you. Right. So I, I'd be at the top tier because I'm a Steelers Steelers diehard. You're a Steelers fan, yes. Okay. So you're, you're in, you're in the, club. the club. I'm in. Look, let me tell you something. My, my nephew, Frankie Delgado, he's going to have the, the bottle. Well, we don't bottle need says. that. But, you know, he's going to have the girls with the, the sparklers. He's right. going to sit there for us. We'll have some juices because I'm not a big drinker. We'll drink some iced tea. We'll hang out. We'll talk trash about people who are down in the, you know, the with the regular part. They're not in VIP with us. Right, right. right. Tier two. Yeah. One to two Super Bowl wins, right? You're in the club, you in know. Club. That means they can talk some trash. I'll give them a modicum of respect, and I'll I'll engage with them to a point, though, just to a point. Tier three, zero wins. Yeah, you've made it to the Super Bowl, right? right? You've you've at least gotten to the Super Bowl, but you didn't win. So you're the Vikings. You're in li- you're in line. You know, you got to wait for my buddy Tadal to to, to come out and get you. <laughs> I don't know if he's going to or not, but you, you're at least in line, right? Yeah. And then the tier four, where you, you, yeah, you've never you, made an appearance. You, yeah, don't stay at home. Like like Brockman said, don't even get in the shower on Friday. Just yep. stay at home, Netflix and chill. <laughs> Netflix and chill, Hulu and chill, Peacock, more importantly. Peacock Peacock and chill, watch The Office, watch 30 Rock, but don't even think about coming to the club. Okay. Yeah. All right. (laughs) I don't mind it. I'm the DJ in the club. I don't mind the tier system. In fact, I may start applying it towards uh, the way I interact on social media with people now. And also, Ryan, you you are a former player, so therefore you circumvent this this tier oh, list yeah. because you're a player, so therefore you can say so whatever. So like I'm, like I'm always on the list then. You, let me tell you something. You are always That makes me feel good. Yeah, if you list. played on a field, you show up to hide on a Sunday that makes or me Monday. That feel good and included, which yeah. is always a good thing. Yeah. It's always a good thing. All right. <laughs> Moving on. I love that. What just <laughs> happened? I know. Kayla <laughs> Anderson. <laughs> First and foremost, a Washington State Coug, all right? She's going to join us uh, right now, talking to us all about the Titans. Kayla, how you doing? My fellow Coug, I'm doing well. Gentlemen, I hope you're doing well. Hey, Kayla. Uh, I'm ready to rock this. Let's talk some football. Let's talk some Titans. So Tennessee gets the bye, number one overall seed. First five-loss team to have a number one overall seed since like 2002, but with all that goes into Super Wild Card Weekend, it seems like a lot of people just, they weren't talking about the Titans, so people have kind of forgotten about them. But they're the best team in the AFC. They're getting arguably the best running back in the world back to play. Why are people not talking more about this Tennessee Titans team right now? Yeah, and I can really speak to that being on the local level, you know, and being a reporter here covering the team day in and day out. Look, Nashville, Tennessee is the hot spot if you want to come party, if you want to go to a honky-tonk, if you want to come (laughs) listen to country music. And it's becoming a really big sports city as well. But when it comes to the Titans and just the national respect, um, it's just not there yet. And they've been to a Super Bowl, but they haven't won it. And so I think it's just something until you prove it, maybe they're not going to get that respect that they deserve. But being a person who's covered them in and out this season through ups and downs and adversity and playing 91 different players, it's a team that has clearly earned this number one seed in the AFC. And at times, it's not looked great. And I think that's why another reason you look at maybe you're not getting the national respect because they have losses to the Jets. They have losses to the Houston Texans. But You know, they've also got some great wins against Kansas City, against the Bills, 
against the L.A. Rams. And so if you're an outsider looking in, that's maybe the reason why this isn't the team jumping off the page at you statistically. They're not the team jumping off the page, but when you look at what they've gone through this season and how they've gotten it done and how they arrived at this spot, you've got to give them respect. Yeah, you do. I mean, flat out, first game out after the Derrick Henry injury uh, is at L.A. on a Sunday night, and they thoroughly dominated. This defense, led by Kevin Byard, has been a dominating force. They've gotten pressure up front. What's been the difference in the maturation of this defense and how they were able to solidify and kind of bring this team along when they needed them midseason? Yeah, and that's a great question, Ryan, because when you look at the defense last year, it was a complete dumpster fire. Um, The word communication that we had to use in our press game conferences because there was none, it was just mind-blowing. And every time we would ask about what went wrong or why they were so bad on third down – they didn't know. I mean, it was just all over a mess. And at the time, you know, you didn't really know what was going on in terms of who was running the defense because they had not named Shane Bowen, the defensive coordinator. They were saying he was calling the plays, um, but he was not the defensive coordinator with the title. This year, I think what happened is from training camp, you kind of felt what this defense wanted to do, how it wanted to set the tone this season, because they were flat-out embarrassed by how historically bad they were last year. Third downs was historically bad for this Tennessee Titans team um, when it comes to overall numbers. And so you could feel like the, the, the drive that they had, and you know they named Shane Bowen defensive coordinator, um, they also made some really money off-season moves. And Vic Beasley and Jadavian Clowney did not work out the year before. And this year, they went and got Bud Dupree and Danico Autry. And to me, that was the biggest difference for this defensive front. Because when you get pieces that complement the other guys that are already on the line, like Jeffrey Simmons, who is a second-team All-Pro this year, and Harold Landry, um, who has been pretty good for us for the most part um, since arriving in Tennessee, when you get the whole line that complements each other and does it with just four guys – that has been the complete difference maker. They've been able to get pressure on the quarterbacks. They've been able to, you know, generate sacks this year, something that they couldn't do at all last year. And that really takes a lot of pressure off the secondary and allows guys like Kevin Byard to do what he does best, which is, you know, talking down the ball. And he's having a Pro Bowl season, obviously. So that has been the biggest difference, is really getting the right pieces up front that all complement each other. We're talking with Kayla Anderson, WKRN Nashville, sports anchor there, uh, covering the Tennessee Titans on a daily basis. All right. Uh, also injuries, right? A.J. Brown's injury, Julio Jones's injury, uh, has continued to placate that football team uh, um, all year long. Derrick Henry being out. But seemingly, it feels like all three are as healthy as they've been maybe this year. Tell us a little bit about where they're at and what do you expect mm-hmm. from them this weekend. Yeah, what's been crazy is last year you saw what that offense did, right? It was a machine, and they put up some really good numbers. They were really hot in the red zone. Um, But this year where you thought it might be the same or even better with the addition of Julio Jones and having A.J. Brown and having Derrick Henry, 
it was completely the opposite. And that's because it was just injury after injury after injury. And you really do have to give them a lot of credit for what they've been able to hold up this entire time when losing Derrick Henry, going in and getting backs that fit your system. And Deontay Foreman's come in and fit right in, and he's he's put up pretty good numbers. They've been able to continue to really um, – base everything off the run game. Ryan Tannehill's numbers aren't off the page, but he manages everything extremely well. And the biggest thing is his players respect him and look at him as a leader of that team. Now, with saying that, they got healthy at the right time. They're getting all their pieces back for the playoffs, and that means also you're enjoying a bye week that they had a little bit more rest. Um, Derrick Henry spoke today for the first time since um, pretty much before the injury. And you could just tell how hungry this guy is. I've covered a lot of athletes in my career, and this guy is something special. It's not just because he can go out there and put up numbers. It's it's something that he brings to this team, and all his teammates talk about it. Uh, It's just the presence on the field that he has. But also, he is that home run hitter, right? I mean, he can change a game. He can change the momentum of a game with one run. And so he's back. He's healthy. Um, He has not been activated, obviously, yet, but we're expecting that to happen in the next couple of days. They wouldn't allow him to talk if that wasn't the case. Right. So um, he's definitely ready to go. He was in full patch yesterday going, you know, hitting other guys, and he looked great. And then A.J. Brown, also a guy that has dealt with some injuries this year but um, is back, is healthy. And Julio Jones has been, I guess, the big question mark for this team. They expected more out of him, but when it comes down to him, if he can perform in the postseason, then it was worth getting that guy here. And right now he is healthy. That hamstring seems to be fine because he's not going to go out there and and maybe put up a ton of yards or be the number one guy, but he's going to make some big plays when you need it to go downfield. And I think that having all those pieces going at the same time in a healthy offensive line, maybe they can start to get this offense going in the right direction. You made reference to the 91 players that have suited up and played for this football Mm -hmm. team this year. I had a a few concerns with the bye week, uh, with guys coming back off injuries, Julio Jones and pieces being put into place, Derrick Henry uh, having not played forever and all of a sudden being asked to to carry the load for this football team and if that could backfire on them. How do you feel about that? Players that haven't played that much and now are going to be expected to do a lot in a playoff game against a very capable and quality opponent in the Cincinnati Bengals. What's your thought process around that? Or is that just something that's, you know, that's the way it is here in Tennessee this year. We're going to play as whoever can play is going to play and we're going to play the best we can. Yeah, and I think that's a fair question because whenever you have guys coming off of, you know, IR or just guys that have been banged up all year, I I think it's you don't know exactly what you're going to get, especially when you ramping it up to another level in the postseason. I mean, that's just different play. That's playoff football. Um, What I will say about Derrick Henry specifically, because that's the guy we're all looking at, right? We all don't really know what to expect out of him. And he admitted today that this is the first – major injury he's ever had to deal with in his career and so you've got to be thinking you know first and foremost mentally is he ready to go and then physically he seems fine but I don't I don't necessarily think they're going to just throw him out there Um, I could see them potentially getting him you know 15 to 20 carries at some point of the game I think they'll start to ramp it up if they need to 
but you got those other backs you can rely on too. So it's not going to be all pressure on Derrick Henry, which is a good thing because in a way you just have to see how he reacts in game action. Um, but Mike Vrabel is a guy who he's a dog. Like he, he, you look at his career. I mean, he competed his butt off. He grinded and that's what he expects his players to do. And he's going to protect them, but he's also going to let them go out there if they feel good and do what they need to do. Um, and a guy like Julio Jones, he's been kind of resting on and off throughout the season with that hamstring injury. I know that's a guy that they definitely monitor and you know use in certain situations. Um, I think he has a lot to say with some of the things too. So I think he's going to be a full go go, and nothing will be you know held back in that regard. And same with AJ Brown. This guy is somebody who just loves to compete. Um, this is this is a team that's based off of their their head coach's identity. Right. So they're going to put those guys out in the field. They're going to work them. All right, before we get you out of here, uh, we're speaking with Kayla Anderson, WKRN Nashville sports anchor, um, covers the Tennessee Titans as good as anybody. What? Um, why do you think that this Titans team is being overlooked? I I have some theories. Maybe not. Maybe it's not because you don't have the the prolific quarterback. Why do you think people are looking past the number one seeded Tennessee Titans heading into this weekend? I think first and foremost, you look at the other teams in the AFC, and you look at what the Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills have done here recently, especially in the last games that they had, and you're like, whoa, okay, these are legit teams. Like, what the Buffalo Bills did just was incredible the other night, and Kansas City looked pretty darn good as well. And I think anytime you're you're kind of put in the category with teams like that who have quarterbacks that are always talked about that really are relied on and are a reason why the team goes as it goes is because of those quarterbacks. And then you look at the Titans and nothing against Ryan Tannehill. He's been actually really solid for the Titans since arriving here and taking over when, when Mariota was benched. Um, I think that's the first and foremost thing. The quarterbacks run this league, right? And you know this, you're former quarterback, right? I mean, you're, that's going to get the attention. Um, so I think that's a reason. And also, I just don't think the Titans did enough on offense consistently this year. They didn't put up the numbers to look at them like that. But again, I think their defense is overlooked a little bit. And I think once they get the pieces back and they're finally healthy, things are going to probably start turning in the right direction if they can beat the Bengals on Saturday. Maybe they're going to get a little bit more respect, uh, but we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, well, they'll get to host an AFC championship if that were to play out. So uh, let's hope for the best down there. A lot of good things. Great coverage this year, Kale. It's been fun to watch. Fellow Coog, get some six, have that success down there. So thanks for coming on the show. Appreciate you being a part of it. Hey, thanks, Ryan. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks, Kayla. Take care, Kale. Kayla Anderson, everybody. Can Tennessee imagine, Titans. Imagine that we now live in a world, uh, football speaking-wise, that you have to beat the Bengals to get some respect. <laughs> <laughs> Just think about that for a second. <laughs> hey, I did something last week. I did something last week that has never been done before, okay? Right? I sent a text to my pops that said, Dad, the Bengals won a playoff game. Now... It doesn't. It's not really meaningful. The point is that text had never been sent before in the <laughs> right, world, right, right? Right. Because text messages were invented in 1992. <laughs> Their last playoff win was 1991. So no text message ever in the history of text messages had been sent that said the Bengals won a playoff game. Can't wait to get some respect this weekend by beating the Bengals. The Bengals. Hey, man.
man. I'm happy for the Bengal fans. Happy for him. Joe Burrow is a stud. We're going to get into that a little bit more. I want to talk about these quarterbacks. I want to talk about these matchups. Anybody out there that wants to comment as well, you can call in at 844-204-RICH. That's 844-204-7424. We'd love to talk to you about it. Uh, When we come back, we'll get into that. You're listening to The Rich Eisen Show. This is it, everybody. The putt to win the tournament. Yes. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite, NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth with visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budgeting, and more. NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your process and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. In fact, 93% of surveyed businesses increased their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 28,000 businesses already use NetSuite. 28,000. For the new year, NetSuite has a new financing program for those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com slash rich. Head to netsuite.com slash rich for this special one-of-a-kind financing offer on the number one financial system for growing businesses. netsuite.com slash rich. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Red Eisen Show. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests were is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Welcome back, everybody, to the Rich Eisen Show. My name's Ryan Leaf. 
I'm filling in for Rich today. Hey. Sure. He Ooh. hasn't been here the previous two and a half hours. I don't know if anybody's noticed that. <laughs> but we miss you, Rich. We welcome you back as soon as possible. But if by any means you don't need me, just like, or you don't need to be at the show, just like Joe McHale, if you can't do anything over the Super Bowl, I, I can fill in. I can you be know part what? Of Go that. run another 40 in your suit. <laughs> I don't think Rich is That's training rich. today. I just yeah. got a funny yeah, suspicion he's, he's uh, not getting ready for the 40. Black suit, black tie. I'm gonna. I, I, I'm. I'm hoping I can be at the combine this year and, and witness that in person. I have not seen it. It is. It's pretty. What was your forty time? Uh, I ran a four seven three. Four seven three. Yes, that was the highest I ever got to. Was four seven three. Or lowest. Lowest. Right. Best. That's the best I ever right. got to. I think I run around a five six five right now. Let's see. Five six five. Yeah. That's actually not terrible. Not terrible. Okay. All right. The only worry about me would be about 10 yards in, I probably, I don't know, hamstring, hamstring, calf, Achilles, uh, anything. If I have to be explosive in any nature, in anything I do, that's where problems start to exist now, nowadays. For whatever reason, I, I, I pulled, an, uh, oh, uh, what was it? I pulled my groin with a really, uh, really forcible golf swing last summer. So I, I just knew it was, I just knew it was going downhill. Going downhill quickly. Tells me also I shouldn't swing the golf club as fast as I, as I was. All right. We've talked to everybody in the AFC side. The only person we didn't talk to was associated with the Cincinnati Bengals. That's the only team right now. That, I think, for most people out there, believe is uh, the most problematic of these AFC matchups, simply because Joe Burrow, and they haven't been in the playoffs. They don't have any experience. They don't know what it's like. Um, well, there wasn't any of that in round one where they looked as good as anybody. They scored in their first four possessions, were able to take on a uh, and survive a huge pass rush by Max Crosby in that defense and, yeah. and find a way to win the football game. Yeah. They got a game under their belt. I don't think there is a better combination or um, communicative relationship right now between a wide receiver and a quarterback than Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. And I believe I was on this set sitting right behind this chair, right behind this microphone, telling Cincinnati fans out there and everybody the day after the draft of the first round that they made a horrible mistake <laughs> by drafting Jamar Chase and not Panay Sewell. Now, Panay Sewell had a heck of a year. He did. The difference is if this defensive front gets to Joe Burrow and beats the Cincinnati Bengals team and Jamar Chase isn't a factor because... He couldn't get Joe Burrow couldn't be protected. Then you know you might get me back here next time saying, "Eh, told you so." Right. I don't know. That sounded like a goat or something. There. Eh, <laughs> I'm going to tell you so. Right. Right now, the connection between those two is absolutely amazing. I mean, they are in sync with one another on back shoulder throws on anything. You bring a blitz, you play zone. It hasn't mattered over the last two games in particular. Right. The Kansas City Chiefs game. They were dominant. And then they went to him all day long. I think T. Higgins only had one catch in that playoff game where the Raiders just simply played cover three and kept everything in front of them like a big umbrella, and it worked. Now, let's see what the Tennessee Titans do. Do they bring pressure? Can they get pressure with their front three, front four? They have all year long. Will it happen again? All right. So now we come to the part of the show where we speculate, where we pick, all right? So I want... From each and every one of you, I want your playoff 
championship matchups, right? So I want the winners of this weekend. And then I want a uh, winner from those NFC and AFC championships who you think are playing in the Super Bowl. So I know that gives away a little bit, but, you know, this is where we're at right now. I have kind of teased what I think is playing out. Uh, let's let's start with you, TJ. All right. All right. Let's go with you. All right. We got a uh, big matchup in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. The Buffalo Bills come to town. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes for the fourth time. Mahomes leads three to one. Ooh. What happens in this football game and who comes out the winner? I tell you what happens. Uh, the over gets hit. Okay. Okay. I don't even know what it is. Brock. My man, fifty-five. <laughs> okay. No, this isn't necessarily my area of expertise. This is more Brockman's. Uh, are we ready for a passing of the torch moment here? I don't know, man. I think the Buffalo had the home game. I'd be a little more confident picking them. But man, until somebody and I realize they lost the Super Bowl last year, so someone did kind of knock them off their perch. But until someone can prove that they can take out Mahomes in this offense. I think I got to go with the Chiefs, but I'm not going to be surprised to see the Bills win this game. But All right. If you're asking me who I'm going to pick, I'm, I think I'm going to go with the home team. I'm going to go All with right. the Chiefs. Chiefs, one for the Chiefs. Michael Del Tufo. I have to go for the Bills only for one reason for that because of the fact that I pick them to be in the Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. That's a good point, Mike. And let me. And I got to stay yeah. with them. I did pick Buffalo and Green Bay in the Super Bowl now that I think about it. So let me change that. See? I'll pick the Bills. Well, see, when we, sometimes when we make those early predictions, it's what we are speculating. And then you watch stuff play out. And you watch the Buffalo yeah. Bills struggle throughout the year. You saw the Chiefs struggle throughout the year. So mm-hmm. you, you're kind of there. I'm with you. I had Green Bay Buffalo in August. That was my prediction. Yeah. yeah. Buffalo gets a. Uh, uh, Allen's gets, playing too well right now. But too good. Mahomes is great too. I don't but know. I think Allen's right now better than Mahomes right now. I, well, I, I picked both teams. I don't know who's going to win. I just know I'm looking forward to this game, game so well, much. Well, it was just those two playing the game, then maybe. All right. Exactly. There's a lot of going into it. Chris Brockman, what do we got? I have, I have no idea. No idea. Well, you're going to bet on it. So, well, at least you I'm, or Sully are. So, you need to figure exactly. out are you what, what you're going to do. Are you over, Brockman? Because you, you got excited yeah. when I yeah, started. Yeah, I'm definitely going to bet on it. I'm definitely going to bet the over. I'm going to bet the over for pro- on every prop for Mahomes and Josh Allen and Kelsey and Diggs. Like, I hope this is. Like an absolute shootout. Epic. 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 Just up and down. 44 41. Touchdown, 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 touchdown. That's what I want the game to be like. Being an arrowhead, I think, just gives the Chiefs just a slight advantage. Slight. 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 But if Kansas City pulls that garbage like they did against Pittsburgh and kind of sleepwalks for a quarter and a half, they're going to be down 21 nothing. Yeah, you can't blink, right? Yeah. No, no, no. Can't They're going to be down one. 21 nothing, so they have to come out from the get-go. Yep. It's going to be, what, 5.30 p.m. Sun's just going to be going down on Sunday night. It's going to be cold. Not that it matters. Can't be any colder than it was in Western yeah. New York. Yeah, exactly. And like I picked the Chiefs and Bucks Super Bowl before the season started. I picked the rematch. So I just I got to stick with that. I'm going to take. So the yeah, you went on a went out on this huge limb picking a rematch. That's cool. Um, <laughs> I I've got I've got the bills. I've got the bills oh, taking like the torch, taking the yeah, torch from Patrick it. Mahomes. Now it doesn't mean next year they're going to be battling for it again. I think there's five quarterbacks, maybe four in particular in the AFC 
that for the next decade are absolutely going to battle yeah. each other. Joe Burrow, mm-hmm. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, and Justin Herbert. It's going to be incredible. It's going to be incredible. I, I, I wanted to get into this a little bit more before we get to the next game. The performance by Justin Herbert. Now, I was in London. It was 4 a.m., like 4.40 a.m., and I'm watching this game, and I'm watching this final drive that got him in the end zone. That throw, well, multiple throws on that last drive, but the throw to Mike Williams before he even turned around to look for the ball in between two defenders, oh, yeah. sliding to his left, unbelievable. <laughs> I played the position. I could never even fathom the possibility of doing that. Or even, college, just, even just attempting it. Attempting it. He has no caution button there's just nothing there he feels like he can do everything and he can and he can la charger fans you are so lucky somebody brought something up to me that i was a curse but i can't be a curse because when i left the when i left the team you got drew Brees, you got philip rivers you got justin herbert that's not a curse you're You're like good luck 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 freaking good luck charm (laughs) good luck ryan you don't get it Figure that out. <laughs> Ryan's up there like, Jay-Z, look what you made me do. Look, look what I what made for you. Look what you made me do, everybody. <laughs> look yeah. what I made for you. <laughs> You've been blessed like no other since I took off that jersey and that helmet. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. All righty. Game two in the AFC. Yes, sir. Just got done talking to Oof. Kayla Anderson well, about I gotta the write, Titans. I got to make, make sure these are all documented. Okay. Let me write these down. All right. So, we'll yeah, go back I'm, to the first one. So, uh, TJ picked the Bills. Yeah. Del Tufo you picked all, the Bills. You all took the Bills. Yeah, except we you. Took you the took the Chiefs. Name. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Now we are uh, Bengals, Bill, or we are Bengals, Titans in Oof. Tennessee. Oof. Titans didn't play a week ago. Derrick Henry's back. Joe Burrow seemingly feels like what Dan Orlovsky tells everybody, the best quarterback in the NFL right now having not seen Aaron Rodgers play last week because of the bye. Here we are, TJ, Bengals-Titans. Derrick Henry's playing? He is. Derrick Henry playing. I am going to go with the Titans. All righty. Plain and simple. Yeah. All right, number one overall seed. I have to go with Rabel. I got to take him because I like him. He's the best thing, other than Nick Saban, of course, that has come from Bill Belichick's tree. Even though well, he he's not necessarily not technically a tree, but I give him credit. But he soaked up knowledge. He was a seed that got knocked off the tree somewhere and got planted somewhere else. But as I the like same soil and the barrel hype, you guys are all on that train. I fully haven't embraced that train. I think he's going to be great. Oh, he's this good. is in his year. I think the Titans are going to beat them. I'm taking the Titans. All righty, two Titans so far. What do we got, Mister Brockman? I want to pick the Bengals. I know you want to. I want to. <laughs> because I love Joe Burrow. Me too. I love Jamar Chase. Uh, I like Zach Taylor. The guy's got such a cool vibe. He takes the game balls to bars in town. Like, that's awesome. That It's something that that's the city... That's what I didn't do. I didn't bring the game ball with me to the bars after the game. It's something that the city can get behind and feel excited for the next decade or so. These guys are going to be there, and you're going to win. You're going to be in this position a lot. Having said all that, <laughs> Derrick Henry's playing? Derrick Henry's playing. They still have A.J. Brown? Yep. Julio's starting to look good? Yep. They still have a good defense? Great defense. Yeah. They're at home? They're, They're at home. home. Yeah. Number one seed? All right, I'm going to take the Titans. All right. All right. <laughs> all right. 
I, I was right with all of you, all right? I was right with all of you in terms of the, of the Bengals, right? I, I said that um, in Week 17, there's, they're going to get chiefed. They're just, they're, it, that's what's going to happen, and it felt like it was. You know, they got beat down pretty early, and then that pass to Jamar Chase, where he shook a couple guys, Ooh, went the gone. length of the field, outran everybody, gone. and I said, whoa. Yeah. Yep. Okay, something's a little different. You don't have to be this upstart team that has to go through your growing pains before you get it. Patrick Mahomes changed that for everybody, right? He didn't have to have a couple playoff games. Well, a little bit. He lost to New England that first year, right? He had to go through a bit of a growing pain in the AFC Championship before he could get it. Maybe that has to be the case. I don't think so. I think what they've been able to do offensively and what they've been able to do in terms of defensively, making adjustments, getting things done at halftime. Trey Hendrickson... Is he going to be available to rush the passer? He got injured last week. That's a big miss if he can't go. I think it changes. I think we get Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, AFC Championship. Woo! Both road teams okay. win this weekend. There's got to be a drop for that. Oh, okay. <laughs> when we come back, we're going to get to the Ooh. NFC games yes. that we oh, all yes. picked. Yes. You're listening to the Rich Eisen Show. I'm Ryan Leaf. We'll be right back. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Welcome back, everybody, Ooh, to the know. Rich Eisen Show. I'm Ryan Leaf. Hey, Ryan. Hey, Ryan Leaf. I'm guest hey, hosting today. Hey, Ryan. Hey, what Ryan. up, though? Middle of the week. Loving it. Hump day. Hump day. Hump day. And in fact, your day's over. If you're on the East Coast, wow. Three hump, o'clock. People say you're hump day. You're really funny. Though. Um, I found out, though, uh, during the break, that I'm, I'm getting paid. Uh, straight cash. Straight cash, homie. Straight cash. Yeah. What? But then I looked at it and it says uh, "copy" on it. Hey, like, don't look too closely at that. You know. So I'm getting paid in fraudulent hundred-dollar bills. <laughs> Fraudulent's a strong word. It's a strong word. I mean, it's fake, clearly. Fake. <laughs> fake. But it's okay because I love doing this, <laughs> and hence I love doing this. Now, how many people are going to remember? that I picked the Bengals and the Bills to play for the AFC Championship come Sunday late night. Well, we will. Well, I'll do it now. This is on tape. I don't yeah, know if I'm you know how that works. There but are like, you know, there. I, you to say be honest it. with you, I, haven't re- I never realized that. <laughs> I just thought that these guys, like, these guys like having me around <laughs> to just kind of uh, talk my nonsense of sports knowledge to them. You know, you're almost like my therapist sometimes. Hey, <laughs> we're here for you. Yeah. We're, ch- we're RES consulting too. That's the yeah, other I mean, thing. So I like it. All right, NFC guys. 
Let's go. Let's All right. You know, before we go on the MSC, there's one thing, Brockman, I know you'll agree with me on this. Ryan Tannehill, right, does not get enough credit for his Jumpman touchdown celebration. I was thinking about that when I ran into the back just now. He does the Jumpman every time he scores. No one ever talks about it. Brockman, you and I are huge Jumpman fans. Huge. We both wear Jordans every day. Every day. We see the Jumpman. Ryan Tannehill does that with Every touchdown, and we never give the man his props. So I, thought I, gonna tell just, him, I thought you were going to end that at Ryan Tannehill doesn't get enough credit. Yeah. Period. Period. With the jump man Cause, celebrations. Cause nobody talks about him at all. That is also a good point, yes. So, yeah. And that's a big reason why Kayla said that the, out of these four teams, the one team that is the number one overall seed isn't being talked about more because the star of the team is not the quarterback. Right. Yeah. And the quarterback runs the NFL, period. That's what... That's who makes the most money. That who that's who does all the marketing. That's who represents your franchise. All of it. And out of the four teams in the AFC, Ryan Tannehill, who is more playoff, you know, a lot more has a ton more playoff experience than the likes of, uh, you know, Allen and um, Joe Burrow. He's being set aside. Yeah. And the fact that Derrick Henry's coming back is really much placed Ryan Tannehill at the back of the line right now. And just watch. He's going to have a say in this football game. No doubt. Big say in this football game. All right. Who's going to have the biggest say in the NFC side of things? All right. We're going to go first out to Tampa Bay. The Los Angeles Rams on a short week are going to have to take that cross-country flight to see if they're mortgaging of that football team and draft picks for Matthew Stafford, for Vaughn Miller, for OBJ, all of those things this season, if it was worth it. Does this Rams team go into Tampa Bay against Tom Brady, the greatest of all time, Bruce Arians, defending the world champions, and get it done? What's you say, TJ? You know, I will. I want to pick the Rams in an upset. I do. I just once you brought that up, you know, about the mortgaging of the future, and I know Brockman, you and I have said for years that Matt Stafford, low key, was one of the best quarterbacks yeah, out there. Absolutely. He just was stuck in Detroit, but one of the best. And then you have the best. There you go. So I, you know, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say I'm never gonna pick against the Bucks, but not in this round. I think Tampa Bay wins the game. Michael Del Tufo. All right. So I picked the Rams against the Bills at the beginning of the season to play in the Super Bowl. Gotta stick with it. I, <laughs> I, gotta. I, I want to stick with it because I am a Rams fan. So you're flip flopper. These guys tell me. He's a ticket holder. I don't know if he's a fan. I'm a fan. <laughs> I have never had a team. I got to stay with the Rams. Okay. Yeah, and it, I got to. I'm going to hold this because I'm, I'm, I believe they played really, really well the other night. Did they, they, though? Or did the Cardinals play really bad? I think Kyler Murray played like. They played really well. The, the Rams were kind of the least. reason they played bad. Ah, there you go. There's yeah. a reason why play, teams play bad, but right? Yeah. They beat them already. Once yeah. this year, oh True. yeah, and get, I get it. The running game in Tampa Bay wasn't the same, but Tampa's got a little injuries. A couple guys that are down. I am going Rams. All right, there I we go. Del Tufo, Rams. Chris Brockman. All right, things that happen uh, in the first four weeks of the season don't really matter when it's the uh, right. right. The Rams have a avenue to winning this game. Do exactly what they did against the Cardinals. Matthew Stafford only throws 17 passes. That's huge because that means they're controlling the clock with the running game. Akers, Sony Michelle doing their thing. Uh, Odell's making plays, and Aaron Donald and Von Miller are doing you know, what we know that they can do, Hall of Fame-type stuff. 
Tom Brady's still playing? Tom yeah, Brady's still as playing. As far as I know, yeah. yeah. We know he is. Yeah. Mike Evans playing? Uh, let me yeah. check. The, yeah, he's not on the injury report. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Devin White and Shaq Barrett, those guys? Those they're, guys they're, yeah, they're, they're, they're yeah. As far as we know. Where's the game being played? It's in Tampa. In Florida, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna take there's the a pirate ship there. Chris Brockman yeah, goes with the Bucks. I'm going to take the Bucks. I plead the fifth. <laughs> I will say this. Uh, love the Rams. Love Matt Stafford. Love Sean McVay. Love that whole team. I'm a ticket holder as well. Yeah, I mean. It would be awesome if they won. It'd it would be, be awesome. It would be awesome won. if they won. It would be awesome if San Francisco won because, Mike, another home playoff game. That's right. Yeah, cha -ching. I, I didn't, um, that's right. So I, I, I just want to see an awesome game. <laughs> But I just think Tampa's going to win because they're home and they got Tom Brady. They got Tom Brady. And I really think no matter what kind of game plan was put together by Raheem Morris with those two backup uh, safeties and bringing Eric Weddle off the street and them thoroughly, thoroughly dominating the Cardinals offense. I think Tom Brady's a different story. When you, It's just a different story than Kyler Murray in a playoff game. Um, in that atmosphere, he's going to he's going to pick apart those safeties. Oh. There was a few mistakes by those safeties early in the game that Kyler Murray did not take missed. advantage no, of. He yep. missed. Yep. He didn't see it down the football field where they had a chance to expose him. That's not going to happen with Tom Brady. He is going. His eyes will light up, and he'll know exactly where to go with it. I think that's going to be ultimately the the problem. People are going to walk away from this going, "I told you so." They're depleted on the back end on the defensive side. They have to get pass rush with Aaron Darnold. The fact that the offensive line is a bit beat up, right? Trist Tristan Wirfs is maybe out. Jensen got beat up too. They're they're banged up a little bit, they're right? Up. They're going to be in the cool they're tub and the hot tub all week long. We'll see how they come out from it. I'm going Bucks as well. I think we're all the way around. Del, Del Tufo took the Rams simply because he felt he uh, was he got to stick with it. He's got to stick with it. All right, let's head to Lambo. Right, this is one I think is one of the easiest ones simply because of the unknowns in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. but it. Brockman made a good point. The San Francisco team has never lost to Green Bay in a playoff game. Ever. Ever. I know Aaron Rodgers wants an NFC championship in his backyard with the stadium full. Last year, if you recall correctly, the stadium was marginally filled. Mm -hmm. yeah. Wasn't the same atmosphere. They have never hosted a NFC championship with Aaron Rodgers at the helm in Green Bay. I want to see what that looks like. Aaron Rodgers wants to see what that looks like. And I think that's the way it goes down. TJ, who do you got? Uh, very simply, I, I got to go with the Packers. I mean, they got the home field. Aaron Rodgers. I, I continually say this about Aaron Rodgers: the guy makes throws that I've truly never seen another quarterback make before. And he and Devontae—it's beautiful to watch right now. So I, I'm going to go with the Packers. So one. fun to watch. He's if I if I could have been the quarterback, uh, a successful quarterback in the NFL, the one I would have emulated the most is Aaron Rodgers. Just it, the. The freedom with which he, with which he plays in, and everything like that, just it's amazing. Every time I spend any time around him, I always ask him how he does it because I, I don't, I don't know. What's his answer? <laughs> yeah, what does he tell you? What's he tell you when you ask him? Well, he, he, he turns it around because it's humility. He's like, dude, I watched you, right? I came to the Pac-12 because of you, and I'm like, don't, Stop don't it. blow smoke, Stop dude. It. Your arm, there's something wrong with your arm. It goes, it bends in a direction I've never seen an elbow bend that way, and it just flicks. Yeah. And he has got he's, his core is as powerful as anybody's uh, yeah. at the quarterback position. What he does in his ability to flip his hips, and I think he would he would give it to that, and I think he would give it to to the fact that I went to Green Bay, even though there's been conflict and everything like that. He would flat out say I went to the right organization, mm -hmm. and that's a heck of a lot, especially when you are a top draft pick. Mike Del Tufo, I love grilled cheese sandwiches. 
So I am taking Green Bay. That makes a, that makes I a ton a of sense. Head. Also, Ryan, Mike is part owner of the Packers, so and he might, have we have, might have to leave him out of this because just like if you're calling Wait, a game, like you a can't pick it. Of interest? Conflict of interest oh, with yeah, Mike. You're, you're the it owner. would be yeah, if yeah, this thing was official owner. in any way, shape, or form. I mean, I'm not gambling. I'm just saying he can't pick against his team. Of course not. Plus, I can't pick against Mike. Chris Brockman. I'm putting asterisks by. Yeah, there's a lot of unknowns with San Francisco. Nick Bosa's got the possible concussion. His status unknown. A lot of a lot of rumors going around about Jimmy Garoppolo. Is the shoulder 100? Uh, percent The thumb. The line movement in this game also has me thinking that people in the desert know some stuff. Uh, it was four and a half. Now it's minus six. Um, there is a game plan for San Francisco to win. You know, play good defense, control the clock, run game, Debo Samuel, all that fun stuff. Uh, you know, limit Jimmy G's mistakes, but. Too much Aaron Rodgers this year. He's just been remarkable once again. You know, arguably the MVP. Uh, Devontae Adams. They got uh, AJ Dillon now running the football. They're just too good. I think you know Green Bay wins. Yeah, whatever deficiencies Green Bay has, Aaron Rodgers makes up for it in this football game. Yeah. That's I mean, unless he goes out and has the worst playoff game of his career, yeah. it's you're, you're you're putting the Packers in. Seems unlikely. I got the Packers as well. Bucks Packers. Bengals Bills Let's AFC go. and NFC oh, Championship. Yeah. That's my job, my decision. We'll see. We'll see everybody. But uh, thanks again, everybody. You guys have a wonderful divisional playoff weekend. Rich will be back tomorrow. You're listening to the Rich Eisen Show. I've been Ryan Leaf. Talk to you soon.